You, you are, now are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. What we do every week is give you a three-hour block of some of the best of what we call 21st Century Black Radio, which is a mixture of old and new school music from all over the black diaspora, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, so forth and so on, as well as news, commentary, and interviews. You got myself on the mix and commentary end, DJ Fusion on the side we got... Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Hawk, of course, formerly John Judah, but now I saw Rob in the house, giving it to the light and the dark, Fusebox Radio, with your health. What's the deal, Fusion? Doing all right, doing all right. Glad, as always, to have another week to do and rock the show. And there's a whole lot going on in the Fusebox Radio universe, but we'll get into that in a minute. As always, we got to give love and appreciation to all of our listeners by whatever medium they check us out. We deeply appreciate y'all. We deeply appreciate all of our wonderful broadcast partners that spread the Fusebox Radio vibe to the people. So big ups on that end. And um, big ups to everybody who makes dope music, period. Old school to folks who are currently cranking stuff out now. Since, you know, I think people get it misconstrued. We don't think that people making new stuff is whack of any genre not at all otherwise the art form would not exist we just are some of the few people who openly acknowledge whether we're feeling something or not in a world where a lot of people are complacent so you know everybody who's doing their thing and um artistically expressing themselves period with heart with it we you know we support and salute you know what i'm saying for at least putting your creativity out there but anyway um let's do the fuse box radio promo rundown and then um yeah we had a whole lot of stuff happen in the past week or so so we gotta definitely get to some back and forth commentary before getting into the mixes first and foremost check out everything that's going on with the fusebox radio family over at our official website fuseboxradioonline.com f-u-s-e-b-o-x-r-a-d-i-o-o-n-l-i-n-e.com you can also go and check us out via the various major social networks. Most of them end with slash Fusebox Radio. So Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. If y'all folks like the Facebook like page vibe, we do have one of those. You can just go to Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, as in one word. Click little thumbs up. That helps spread the word about the show and everything. And then you get weekly updates about um, what's going on with the show downloads and news and other various good stuff if you want to hit up my um personal page on facebook go ahead and do that facebook.com slash fusebox radio and through the fusebox radio broadcast website musicians can go ahead and find out information about how to submit music via soundcloud and our email address um and a whole bunch of other good stuff. You can get um, two years worth of archives of the radio show hosted via Podomatic. Shout out to the folks at Podomatic.com. Um, old mixtapes and stuff through SoundCloud, MixCloud, Bandcamp, and you know, a bunch of other good stuff. You can go to our official blog site, BlackRadioIsBack.com. I know we've been saying we've been updating it for a minute, but it's a lot of slow changes happening. But that is going on. We can always get updated. Fusebox Radio news and 
show downloads and stuff like that. You can also find out who all of our wonderful broadcast partners are at the blackradiosback.com website. Just go up to the link that says Fusebox Radio Broadcast Affiliates. Click on there and you'll see that nice list of people. And of course, we got to give love to Planet Ill and Oh Hell Nall, respectively, for being a part of their music staff. PlanetIll.com and OhHellNallBlog.com for the writing of various music articles and other goodies and whatnot. And yeah, that's the basic promo vibe with that. Also, if you want to check out the Fusebox Radio on your on time, on demand, and stuff, you can do that. We are available via iTunes to subscribe to the show. You can also go to Zoom, Flycast FM, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, or your favorite music RSS feeder of choice and search for Fusebox Radio and you'll find us. And if you're like, I can't memorize all them sites and stuff, just search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Literally, our logo will pop up and a whole bunch of ways folks can go ahead and check us out. So, definitely rock and roll and do so. And um, we appreciate that. Um, in terms of the promo spiel on the other ends, it's summertime, and summertime usually means it is Fusebox Radio on the road time in one way, shape, or form. Performing at something, speaking on panels, and so forth. Um, we're making our first trip to Canada. Shout out to the great folks over at North by Northeast. Um, you can go to nxne.com for more information on the entire great lineup of musical acts and film festival, interactive festival and things going on around downtown Toronto, Canada. Shout out to all the folks around that way and Ontario and all the Canadian um, provinces and whatnot. Uh, that event's going on from June 11th to 17th and as of right now um, there's an all ages show that I'm going to be doing a short set at. There's also a nighttime show I'm going to be doing a short set at in the mix of some electronic artists and hip-hop artists. Um, and there may be a panel I'm running my mouth on, but I don't know that as of yet. Still trying to kind of finalize that type of thing. It's just a really good opportunity that came forth for us. And since we've had a nice Canadian base since we started the podcast about eight years ago. God, that's crazy. It's been about eight years. Um, it'll be good to see some of our... Um, friends and all that stuff up there so if you get a chance at least the one of the events is um free check that out you can go to the fuseboxradioonline.com site and click at the north by northeast logo and you'll find out more details about what's going on um with those appearances and stuff and also there is a show that we are a media sponsor of during Excuse me, everybody. That was a little dry. During North by Northeast. And it's actually going to be a showcase for a group that is called Gangsta Grass. Which, it, even though it sounds crazy, it's pretty dope music. They do a mix of bluegrass and hip-hop. Well the, the header cat is from Brooklyn. And you see, you see this dude that looks like a, you know, for people who want to stereotype and be like, Oh lord, this looks like a regular black dude with dreads heading up this crew. And if anybody has ever seen the cable TV show Justify, they're the ones who do the theme song to that. And, you know, I think their stuff is pretty live. And people who know the Fusebox Radio know that we don't necessarily always like going in the stereotypical direction with things. But we still represent dopeness no matter what we do. 
So, so you know, these these cats are definitely um interesting folks. They just put out an album with Cool Keith, Dead Preds, and some other folks. You know, those cats ain't gonna roll somebody who's cheese. With the um, actually, the title's kind of funny to me, Rappalachia album. But we had a flyer for that event up at um, BlackRadiosBack.com. It's an RSVP event, so it's free, but you got an RSVP. So you know, go on ahead and um, do that. And in the month of July, it looks like I'm going to be in Atlanta for the Fleet DJs Conference. And um, I'll give more dates and details and stuff on that later. But you can go to FleetDJs.com for more information on that. So people who are already DJing, you get it for free if you're a DJ. The other fees aren't too bad or whatever. But there'll be the regular amount of music panels, um, concerts, few parties, stuff like that. June 25th to 27th, 2012. As I said, when I get more details about the uh, panel time, I'll give everybody that. But anybody who's ever seen me in a panel, um, I don't really hold back. I want to give good information, but it's not going to be... You know, sometimes the, the kiss booty time that some of these things end up being. Because trust me, after 14 years of doing this, I've been to some whack music industry thing. I, I hate stuff like that. So, it should be fun. And there's other stuff we're working on, too. We, we've already said that been hitting around some projects because we've been building up the lab and other things. But we'll tell more details about that as it comes. I don't want to jinx nothing with that. But it's good times, man. It's, it's good times. We appreciate everybody who, you know had been reaching out to build with the fam and stuff over here. So, yep. Yeah, that was a long promo, but man, we, we had to do that promo, though. We had to do it. So, that's all good. But let's get right into some of this news and commentary, because, ooh, it's, it's been kind of jumping, and we got to do some talking. Um, first and foremost, we had to give um two R.I.P., um, condolences and whatnot to some folks important in the entertainment and sports industry who passed away this week. For my people who are boxing fans, five-time boxing champ Johnny Tapia passed away at the age of 45. I remember him because my stepfather, uh, may he rest in peace, back in the day was a huge boxing fan. Like, you know, Monday night fights, the random stuff that would be on ESPN. When Wire World of Sports still would occasionally pop little bits of boxing, all of that. I remember him fighting a lot in that. So in a way, for me, especially growing up in the 90s, it's kind of one of those memories. I'm like, wow, that dude was kind of ingrained in my childhood. And um, he passed away. Um, for those who might not be familiar with um, Johnny Tapia, he won five championships in three weight classes. Um, with the WBA Bantamweight title, the IBF and WBO Junior Bantamweight titles, and he had also gotten the IBF Featherweight belt. Um, he was always like as an underdog. I remember, like he was never really one of the big, big stars, but you know, people respected him. He was he was kind of a beast. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, he had his um, troubles and stuff during you know the past few years of his life, but he was definitely on point in his sport. And I think for um, sports fans who really appreciate that, he will be missed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, next up for my people who are really into reading and um, especially into sci-fi as a whole, um, another sad passing happened this past week. Ray Bradbury passed away. 
Um, he was the author of such books as The Martian Chronicles, Fahrenheit 451, Something Wicked This Way Comes, and more. And like literally hundreds of short stories. Now, if you might not necessarily be familiar with Ray Bradbury in terms of reading his books, he's had tons of adaptations of his stuff on TV and in movies, especially with Fahrenheit 451 or some things people would refer to now um, due to some of the stuff he based off of his um, sci-fi works. Um, with Fahrenheit 451, one thing in particular was he had a big thing against book burning because that was one of the main things about that story. Where the firemen would have put fires out, they would burn books and other types of knowledge because they wanted to keep the people docile. And they had folks fighting against that within um, the story. And when you kind of see some of the things happening with certain educational systems here in the States, where they're trying to like take away teaching people certain stuff. It's, it's almost like the man was kind of visionary in that where it might not be a literal book burning, but people are trying to, to block folks, particularly certain groups of people. From having their minds active or trying to know about stuff. And whatnot. So, you know, I would definitely recommend that people check some of his stuff out. You know, he wasn't one of those guys you would read and your eyes start glazing over whatever books went by really quickly. Not too many books that were terribly thick besides the short story compilations and stuff. And um, as I've been talking about Fahrenheit 451, that was a book that definitely resonated with me back when I read it around my middle school time. Um, I think everybody should check that out. If for no other reason, it's like, let's see what happens when freedom goes away type of stories. But it's not really in a preachy way. It just really makes you think. So, rest in peace to him. He lived a long life, lived to the age of 91 years old. And whatnot. And he made a big impact on a lot of um, writers and um, TV show folks or whatever back in the day. And especially with sci-fi folks. He, he was an important dude. So, rest in peace to him. And let's see here, man. We, like I said, this, this news cycle's been kind of crazy. Um, let's get into some of the updates with the um, Trayvon Martin case. Um, George Zimmerman, the um, shooter of Trayvon Martin, who had to go to trial still for the young man's death, um, he's back in jail. He was released on bail beforehand, but even though to me it was something that was kind of Captain Obvious news. Um, he got put back into jail because there was discovery that he lied about his income to get a lower bail. And not just that, he also had a second passport that he didn't report to people. Second passport to me means your ass was trying to run away. Because otherwise, why would you hold on to a second passport and not tell nobody nothing? And on top of the other situation, when he had that site out about a few months ago, and people were raising money. I'm like, he raised more money than what they put out for his bail. On top of whatever other assets people have. Now, I'm still worried that when the case actually goes down, it's going to be a damn circus. And unfortunately, it's not going to bring that poor young man back to life who was killed for pretty much just minding his business and walking down the street. And because he stood his ground and protected himself, you know, he's dead. But some other dude who just decided to be a vigilante is alive. But anyway... Um, I'm glad that some little bit of justice is, is, is being seen with this type of thing. And nobody let him get away with it. Even though dude has some ridiculous lawyers who are talking about, well, you know, he he, he lied because he was scared and they, they were afraid of the people who were, were supporting Trayvon Martin. Really? Keep it classy, guys. But whatever. 
Right now they say he's in um, protective custody in the um, Florida prison system. And uh, we'll see what goes down from there. Um, what else do we have here? Another story that had me kind of bugged out is everybody remembers the um, unfortunate situation that happened post the tsunamis over in Japan where um, the Fukushima nuclear reactors um, got damaged and radioactivity got leaked into various spots. Now they're saying that there's radioactive bluefin tuna being found on the coast of Florida. I'm sorry, California, not Florida. Yep, yep, I believe that. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that um, the bluefin tuna, along with plankton, are showing elevated levels of radiation. And they're saying scientists are worried because they say usually with smaller fish, they kind of expect it, but it's not as critical as it is with big fish because that means they're not metabolizing it in a way where it could at least be lesser out of their system. So, yeah, and I think unfortunately we're going to be hearing a lot of those type of weird stories coming out in regard to things because... I think with a lot of the nuclear situations that happen, you usually get a history of cup of countries keeping kind of quiet until the proverbial ish hits the fan. You know, see Chernobyl and other stuff, you know? And it's one of those things we're just going to have to keep aware of, like the situation that happened in, um, around our Gulf Coast when um, the oil spill happened and they're finding all these mutant fish and whatnot. Because all that eventually is getting into into our stream. So, you know, we got to think about that. Let's see here. What else do we got going on? Um, Something that's bugged me out recently, and I don't necessarily know why this seems to be occurring. I mean, some of these stories are atrocious, granted. I mean, it would have to get a mention anyway. But there is this drug that is being colloquially called bath salts because that's the way they're able to sneak this particular drug into the country and there are these stories that have occurred in louisiana and in florida where people have taken this drug which is supposed to be worse than pcp in terms of people hallucinating and bugging out so you know growing up around the dc metro area during the the big love boat era you know you know what, what that type of stuff does or whatever whatever you want to call it digi whatever whatever and um there's one story where this guy attacked somebody naked and was literally eating part of their face before they shot him and there was another case where this guy was like beating somebody up and doing that other type of stuff too and then in maryland there's been a situation where there was another we don't know if it's a drug situation now but there was another like cannibal situation where this man killed a family friend and had parts of his body in the crib and just straight up said it yeah you know i ate some of this dude's brain and heart what one of the things that gets me is two out of three of these stories show show crazy looking black dudes now a drug is a drug is a drug you know and we know when people start making crazy chemical crap in the lab it's going to be a lot worse than most of what's out of that grows from you know some plant but is it just me that in 2012 that there there are stories about black zombies out there and that's getting more played than the actual presidential election or something like that? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking into it too deeply, but it it kind of bugs me. It's almost like 
man, look at those crazy Negroes. We, we can't let them do nothing. But I bet you some black dude didn't invent, invent no damn bath salts, quote unquote bath salts. And, and drop that into, into somebody's community. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I feel bad for some of these people, man. I mean, I know with the case in um, Florida, they said the guy whose face was literally being eaten by another dude, they said that guy's still alive, but 75% of his face is ate. Now, if you want to search out the, the picture of this, I'm going to let you know right now, it ain't safe for work, and it's really freaking disturbing of the damage that happened to this man and whatnot. And I know there's video out too, but I didn't even bother to to attempt to pee that I, I already got enough nonsense going on in my mind personally. Well, but, I heard about it. I heard about it. I, had, I, I it was um, I wasn't too surprised mm-hmm. because I I had heard I you know, you know our elders elders of in you know of consciousness or of, of of you know of wisdom of knowledge has spoke on some of these things. And I remember a brother saying something that it would be, um, I think it would be marketed to people different because I guess people would have, I guess, different whatever, um, uh, would be a different demand or a different reason why people would want certain things. Mm-hmm. And, um, but one thing that is, is, is similar to what the brother was saying and what happened is that people were ingesting something, taking something in that made them have a bloodlust or, you know, a, a, a lust for flesh. And so the aspect of them putting out two black people eating flesh would go back to the old, old would go to centuries-old Aryan uh, races, not to believe that black people, you know, would go around eating people and therefore they had to be contained or killed, mm-hmm. terminated. So, I mean, the, 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 the pictures of, of, of that happening, one, it shows black people who, who, who weren't in their right state of mind until they had to ingest, ingest what they were ingesting. Number one, that, you know, the basis, they were wrong for ingesting that. The number two, of course, anytime there's a, there's, there's, there's a hole or any, any type of leeway, you know, people will use that to be able to kind of cover, you know, the, you know, black men in the image in a way that has been going on for centuries but um it is going to show you individuals have to watch what they take in you know because not everybody's going to do it it could come through food or mm-hmm. food stained in or the bottles the drinks are clean it could be something you know with chemicals everywhere something in the water you know and it's it's, 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 it's a lot of different stuff people have to uh, be aware of all right. All right. No doubt. No doubt. Um, next up here, let me see. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week. Um, for people who sometimes are like, "Wow, the Catholic Church gets a bad rap," even though they personally have a thousands of reasons to get a freaking bad rap, they got another hit upside the head today. But it's not a story about um things happening to kids or what have you. It's about what's happening with money in the vatican there was i think we mentioned it briefly about a week or two ago there was a butler who um had formerly worked for the pope who had ended up leaking some papers for a book that came out later on talking about the financial shenanigans within um vatican city and with that the former head of the vatican's bank 
They just found, or the Italian police have found a confidential dossier related to his three-year tenure at the bank's president. And it has supposed to have all types of crazy information there. And one of the things that gets me is that this story came out via, you know, Reuters. So for people like this, a conspiracy thing. No, this came out from a internationally known um, journalistic organization. Was that they said this man had his dossier because he literally feared for his life. Now, you know, you, you don't got to go and watch movies with, with Tom Hanks and whatnot to be there. Like, yeah, there's some shady shenanigans happening in a place where they have their own police and other type of stuff because I noticed that after you heard about that that um, butler who leaked those papers they were like he's in custody in Vatican City we ain't ever gonna see that man again yeah <laughs> I hate to say it I hate to say it nobody is ever going to see that dude, dude again because within Vatican City they had their own rules and stuff it's almost like a municipality it's own little separate country within Italy oh, wow. so you know this, this stuff is getting deeper and deeper as time goes by. And for the police put out there that they said this guy literally feared for his life because of what was going on with just, just financial shenanigans, much less anything people may believe spiritually or otherwise. Yes, something's going to go down, man. It's it's a little crazy. It's definitely a little crazy. But I had to give Reuters a big up for putting that, that story out there because, you know, it's the type of thing you ain't necessarily going to hear on your 6 o'clock news. Or whatever have you. Um, do, 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 do. And I know for our audience, because I got a whole lot of requests for it um, via Twitter and email. They want me to talk about the Hot 97 Summer Jam thing. And, um, oh, I am going to. I just need to hit up a few more joints before we do. Um, in the UK, they had... Um, the, the Queen's Jubilee situation because Queen Elizabeth's been ra- reigning over there for 60 years or whatever. Personally, I give zero dams about that. But what I do think is awesome is that Grace Jones performed at it. Well done. And people can go to like the Daily Mail and other um, websites in the UK to check stuff out. Grace Jones is in her freaking 60s. And she's in like dumb ridiculous good shape for a chick in her 60s one thing I'm wondering who who in the royal family was like we need to have Grace Jones perform because she's a badass my my girl had a red a black and red leotard outfit made of rubber she just slayed to the rhythm and rocked with a hula hoop the entire time with a live band now there's people who are in their 20s who are lazy bum performers I'm like Grace Jones could do all that type of mess at 65 God bless her man and she's still putting out dope dope tunes she just had an album that came out I think about maybe two or so years ago that was pretty hot and they got this great picture of homegirl with um, the Queen of England the Queen of England is cheesing in this picture like she cheesing like she a little kid you know, she was like, "Damn, I'm, she she looking like the one who who's who's supposed to be the fangirl." I mean, sometimes you see people when they with um the, like um some of these royalty folks, they're the ones who almost seem to be kowtowing. Queen of England seemed seemed soup like a mug. I thought that was kind of cool or whatever. Well, big up to Grace Jones, and I'm glad she's still alive because she's definitely done good music. When I think about that, it makes me think about some cats I came up with in Jersey, and um, who love Grace Jones. You know. 
Mm-hmm. Funny, I think about, you know, cats talking about Grace Jones back when we were kids. And it's interesting how certain people saw that aspect in her, that she was still, you know, a, a very vibrant, you know, passionate human being, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, but big up to her, you know what I'm saying? That was probably the, um, the spotlight of the whole Jubilee. No doubt, no doubt. And speaking of the UK and what is probably one of the most random music stories I have read in a while, um, I'm sure people, whether you you think about things on the conspiracy end or not, have heard of the Rothschild family. And you know how deep those that family goes in the the world of finance and politics and stuff. Um, one of their kids is going through a divorce with another big financial family over there, the Goldsmiths, because they uh, have been accused of getting into an affair um, with a U.S. rapper. And that U.S. rapper, which explains why this cat has not put out no music lately, is supposed to be Jay Electronica. Some know him as Erica Badu's baby's daddy. Some know him as the guy who got signed to Rock Nation and seemed to disappear. But this story, I, I, I just kind of had to laugh at it a little bit. Because you know that with those type of folks, they don't want, they don't want no melanin in, in their bloodline. And they don't want to think that no, nobody with melanin is, is doing the do with, with their people. There's also another side of me that's like, Negro, do you know what the hell you're doing? Because <laughs> you may be in a whole bunch of trouble, again, whether you believe in conspiracy stuff or not, because that's called long money. And them long money cats don't necessarily like embarrassment. I just think one of the things that was funny when this story came out was you had folks big upping homeboy for, you know, doing his thing with old girl. I don't think it would happen if it was reversed. In other words, if there was some female, some black female artist getting it in with a Rothschild man, I think the response would have been different. They would have been talking about that B is lost. Even though there would have been some people who would have bigged her up. Like you said, there was people bigging him up. Bigging him up. There was other dudes bigging him up. You know there would have been some, some, some women bigging up that woman that did that. There would have been some women doing that. There might not have been dudes bigging her up, but there would have been women bigging her up. There's no doubt about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, but, you know, in the end of the day, that was a woman that he had sex with. That, that was connected, you know, and that's really all it is. And if you ain't getting no bread out of that, then, you know, what's the difference from her being Becky from, you know, Becky Dirt Road White Girl? What's the difference? Wow, my man said Becky Dirt Road White Girl. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm... It's a different story. You know, because poor white girl or ultra rich white. I mean, you know, it's a woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean... You know, and... That's what I'm saying. If you ain't getting like millions out of that set up for life without having to be a step out, then, you know, otherwise it ain't, you know, that's just, that's just another booty call sale. That's all that is. Yeah. Very, very true. I mean, my thing is... I don't think anybody would because you know let's be real people have been doing that type of nonsense for years years and years and years it just came out publicly and 
I think the thing with me with this is nobody should honestly lose lose their business unless maybe they heard that these cats were getting married. That'd be a whole that'd be a whole different scale for folks in her bloodline and, and, and folks who eyeball Jay Electronica. You know, there's a cat who be talking to all the NGE stuff. So it'd be there like, wow, you, you banging out a Rothschild and y'all gonna get married though? You you got hypnotized? But otherwise, yeah, this this would a jump off. Interesting jump off. Interesting family name to jump off, but that's all it really is. But it was just one of those stories when it came across my desk. I was like, wow, that's I didn't expect that one. So when people hear, you know, Exhibit A, he's talking about having dinner with the Rothschild to take on a whole new meaning. A whole new one. But anyway. Now let's see here. Um, one more. I'll, I'll toss in one more semi serious before we get into Summer Jam, because that's going to go off a little bit. Um, shouts out to Mayor Cuomo. I'm sorry, not Mayor. Oh my God. Shout out to Governor Cuomo of New York City, because he wanted to criminalize. Um, people having small bags of weed on them. He's pretty much like it's a waste of time keeping arresting people and doing all the other type of stuff for that. Because I mean, you know, it, it costs a lot of money to go through everything through the judicial system for something like that. And he's going through the process of trying to get that. It will be decriminalized for people who carry less than 25 grams of um, marijuana. Excuse me and whatnot. It said that um Mayor Bloomberg's actually um uh, backing it. Now big up to Cuomo on that one. That should have happened in the eighties. That should have been done technically. Mm-hmm. Some you know, people wanted wanted, you know, young blacks and Latinos and to 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 be, you know, to have to I guess have that print on them in the system. But, you know, well you know, you know, thank God that, you know, somebody, you know, has a heart and um yeah man i mean you know it's 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 a little ridiculous i mean i know they can't just go ahead and just straight up do decriminalization as a whole within the state but i think that's a i think that's a big start you know because honestly who needs to get a record for taking a puff in my opinion you know this is not necessarily saying that everybody should do it but we got so much going on in, in, in the criminal justice system, whether you believe it works in the best way or not, that's the type of thing that just, that just junks up everything for people. So, you know, good looks um, on that. And now, let's um, get into what happened with um, the 2012 Hot 97 um, Summer Jam. Um, basically, it looked like it was going to be, you know, it's regular motley crew of people who perform who are, you know, getting a whole bunch of mainstream radio airplay and other stuff right now, along with, you know, some underground style work and whatnot. When the drama happened that a DJ over Hot 97 by the name of Peter Rosenberg, he's one of the morning show DJs over there, he was on one of the side stages that had more of the, I guess, indie underground cats on stage. And, you know, he was doing, like, one of those hype-up talks or whatever to, to the audience. And it was like, yeah, you know, we're going to go ahead and, you know, this is for people who want to listen to, to that real-ish, not that, that Starship-ish, rec- um, referring to um, Young Money, Cash Money's um, Nicki Minaj's um, current um, pop track that's out there. Basically, um, 
Nicki Minaj and the man who took full charge of it, um, Lil Wayne, you know, essentially pitched a ish fit and they withdrew from performing at Hot 97 Summer Jam. Like they, they, they just pretty much took their ball and went home as the colloquial saying will go. Now, to me, first and foremost, this man who made his comment, whether you agree with it or not, he's not paid to be a young money cash money lackey. He's paid to be a radio host and a DJ. He ain't a part of their crew. So why catch feelings? Secondly, to run away in the face of small criticism just shows how soft that 21st century hip hop has become. Particularly in the mainstream. There wouldn't be an art form like hip hop if everybody was like, man, I feel that y'all guys suck and you just like, I ain't gonna perform. Or whatever. Besides the fact that, you know, there were people who came out to see that crew. So you pretty much, you know, gave the finger to not Hot 97, which is a big conglomerate anyway. They're gonna continue on for a minute until the folks who own them go broke. The people who scrimped and saved for those Summer Jam tickets didn't get to see who they wanted to see perform. And it wasn't even for a good reason. It wasn't like this dude, you know, cursed out old girl's mama said that everything sucked or whatever, which you might have a little bit more understanding, even though you might still feel that it was unprofessional. This cat was just like, I ain't necessarily feeling this one song. Whatever. To a particular audience at the event. But, you know, cats got, you know, Mr. Softy and bounced and run away. Personally, I think the audience came out better with it because Lauren Hill and Nas replaced Nicki Minaj. So in a way it was kind of like whatever But The lack of caring about The fans is what Really sickened me about the Entire deal I personally am not the biggest fan Of that particular crew Even though I am always been a believer In artistic expression do what you want to do Do your hustle do your work but You can't expect everybody In the media to kowtow to you because you Might be rated number one on billboard Or because you got Certain blog posts or whatever else that's pretty damn weak that's bitch made in my personal opinion and also if you want to keep it real and keep it hip hop you know that was one dude who said something you could have still went on stage and been like you know F that dude and have tore the stage down you know what I'm saying that to me would have been awesome where it would have been like yeah you know y'all said this but whatever because let's let's keep it 100 hot 97 hired those folks to perform so they could have been like you might not like anything we do but for for better or for worse and you're part of the machine that got us here we're up there we got our audience and and, and we're going to tear this thing down now that could have been enough already on its own where I would have been like okay this never thing about you know, some hip hop artists and labels being soft and charmony because Young Money has some soft and charmony artists whenever they get any kind of criticism. No, no, no. It, it gets worse. Hot 97 are, are losers too, besides Pete Rosenberg. Pete Rosenberg is the only exception who didn't look like a too much of a cornball to me because, I mean, you know, people can argue that that wasn't necessarily the best time for him to say something, but he's already said something on his show before. So what made it new now during Summer Jam? Whatever. Um, the next day, Funk Master Flex had an interview with Nicki Minaj. That's one of the most embarrassing things I have ever heard on 
urban radio I've ever heard on black radio. It was pitiful. It was extremely pitiful because Funkmaster Flex sounded like he was begging for his boo to come back when you're talking to Nicki Minaj. I mean, he gave Rosenberg some backup, but you know, like, like he was letting Nicki Minaj talk a whole bunch of crazy nonsense and whatnot. Where I'm like, did, he, did, did she hold up your car payment or something? Did you hit? That's how bad I felt about this interview. Because all old girl was doing was pretty much not answering any questions of the yo, what about your fans? Did you disappoint your fans? Why did, you know, people balance? Why did people make that decision? Because if you're talking about, you know, well, you don't want your fans being sold or whatever because somebody said one thing about your, your one song, why didn't you perform? And people bobbed and weaved around that and whatever. And what made me upset with this interview was that if people have ever heard the term of a softball interview where people just ask like little teeny teeny question but they never really go hard when somebody doesn't answer stuff back, this was hip hop equivalent, see, of a softball interview. Where, you know, Homegirl was trying to make it sound like it was feminism one on one, why she didn't go on stage. Get the hell out of here. It wasn't because, you know, you're representing all the women in hip hop and blah 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 and you felt insulted because some dude insulted you. Get out of here. You caught feelings. I would expect her more being there like, look, I caught feelings. F that. You know, don't try to make it to a bigger thing than what it is. You know, this ain't feminine. This ain't the feminine mystique 2012. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And Flex did not really push her on any of that. People are making up crazy stories about their sales, which we need to stop this entire thing about sales make you hot. Sales mean you're selling, but we're not even in a big competition period right now in 2012. Slow down. You know, whether you're talking about the distribution channels, whatever, that's a whole other different rant what was bugged out is I'm like you're hyping up this interview all this time while Flunk Flex is in when everything happened during the night of you're talking all this stuff like we're about to destroy careers we're about to do blah 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 and then you sound like you know didn't you sound like you crying on your record like Keith on your interview like Keith Sweat trying to get people back into the fold I'm not saying that, you know, well, you don't have the power to say we ain't going to play no Young Money records ever. I mean, he was playing Young Money records before the damn interview and whatnot. So we knew that wasn't going to happen. We we know that 99.9% of the cats at Hot 97 ain't going to play nothing that's remotely called an independent record. Besides DJ K. Slay and Rosenberg. I'll keep it real because I don't care. Nobody else is keeping it real with this anymore. What's happened in the world of hip-hop is that whoever's on top feels that they can just buy off anybody whether it's with a little bit of words or with cash because we know the payola in happens emotional payola or cash payola and they're just supposed to love everything they're supposed to co-sign everything they're supposed to just let any type of action or nonsense or this little slide and it can't happen that way hip-hop was never great because of that hip-hop was great because of creative competition hip-hop was great and is great and had the ability to be great when people have some pushback whether it's pushback in terms of being more creative in the studio or in the business room Quite frankly, I feel that Young Money has gotten too used to being on Ellen and other types of stuff and getting paid to do a coon act, and when they got called out for it, somebody got mad. Well, well. 
you got called out for for doing a pop record, which I don't necessarily think is a bad record. I don't think it's a bad pop record, but you're at Hot 97 Summer Jam as a hip-hop artist. You think everybody was going to be cool with that? That's naive. And then there's a whole other thing we can get into in regards to Regions, because I don't think Young Money has ever had a good relationship with the New York City metro area. And um, that particular hip-hop area. I mean, I'm all for unity and stuff happening, but you know, I'm just talking about a conflict that's very obvious to me. And I think Homeboy almost trying to take away stuff was trying to be a power move, and it failed. Even people who were fans of that crew, it failed badly. And a station like Hot 97 having the history that it has, having some of the still some of the still great personalities and DJ that it has, they still have good people. It's deteriorated throughout the years, but they still have good people. For them to get to the point where an artist or a label can feel that they can control stuff like that, they can they can pretty much make the station their hoe. It's terrible. It's supposed to be a balance, and I came up with Hot 97 probably during what a lot of people call their last really really hot period around the early to mid 90s even the late 90s before where even before even when even people who weren't necessarily deeply into music or whatever were like wait a second something's happened to the station these cats ain't the same you know you got you got flex dropping bombs on nonsense you know you're hearing the same 10 20 tracks over and over again you're barely hearing people from the, who were who are in that region you're barely hearing those cats the ones who are famous That's because people rode on board with the nonsense shift of just keeping keeping stuff with the flow. Not saying anything. Keeping quiet and taking some money on the side or VIP pass or or chick or dude depending on their preference in the hotel room. And this was a situation with Summer Jam where everybody's dirt came out. Everybody looked terrible. And the only benefit of it is I think it made more people recognize that the folks who do indie music media, whether it's radio, video, <coughs> excuse me, magazines, whatever, blogs, that their voices are pretty much the only thing that's keeping hip hop alive in any type of way. And I'm talking about in the way of just basic diversity. I'm not even talking about what people may or may not like, because quite frankly, that's subjective. But when you have folks who are pushing the same blandness and nonsense and second one cat doesn't stay on board 1,000%, you know, people pitch a fit like a preschooler, there's an issue. There's a serious issue that people need, really need to look at and, and reflect upon. Because one of the things I thought was funny about this was when I was on Twitter for the next two days, you had some people getting gassed because, you know, when Funk Flex talks smack, for people who have never listened to Funk Matter Flex, he talks smack to the highest degree. That's still an art form he's good in. And, you know, he's talking smack on some damn day like, Psh, man, you know, forget these commercial artists. I'm paraphrasing. You know, we're going to play stuff from the underground. I'm like, do y'all expect to hear MF Doom and Homeboy Salmon on Hot 97? Don't be stupid. He just mad, okay? You know, the same nonsense is still going to go on in that station that's been happening once the, once the noise dies down. And unless you have people on multiple fronts push that they ain't feeling it, it's going to continue happening. 
So Hot 97 lost, Young Money lost, and to a degree, Hip Hop lost. But it, it also got you know some recognition and some wins because people who might not want to see this stuff or might not want to acknowledge it aloud have to now. Big up to the people who went to Summer Jam and um, big up to the people who went there to sell their CDs to listen to it, to enjoy it. They still <laughs> artists that were there. Um, I think at the end of the day, people are going to have preferences and people are going to want to like what they like. They're going to like what their spirit and their energy inside them, which is the real them like. Not necessarily about who's popular, who's making the most money, or who the mainstream, or who the mainstream or the popular or the crowd says it's good. You go with what you, the vibration, the energy, what's inside tells you was good, and that and that in in me tells me most of this stuff is pointing. It's not a personal thing about them. I'm glad, I'm glad to see young black people making money. No doubt. And everybody, not everybody in there is under thirty, but you know I'm glad to see cats in there making some money. I'm glad for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily want to see a Negro on stage with a dildo either. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily need to see deviant behavior like that. And also, um, you know, and that's, that's just not people's whatever. Because I don't want negative as like a personal thing from me or from anybody that's on this on the show. No doubt. It, if people people don't necessarily like it, it's not a personal thing. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it shouldn't be put out in a personal way. In other words, like, I'm not feeling it, but I'm not necessarily going to say something about somebody else. You know, and I feel Nikki got rhyme skills, like, like, you know, very much so. Mm-hmm. I think it's unfortunate that she's the only one that's being pushed as far as female rappers. That's bad, too. But, uh, you know, but, you know, I've, I've been hearing commercialized hip-hop from when I was a kid, and uh, it never really got too much to say in the streets. Um, particularly, I mean, it, it does today more so than I think it ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, people, you know, and you know, people like what they want to like. And unfortunately, we live in a society where they bombard people with media. So we're almost kind of coerced into liking things. We're almost, we have no other option. So, you know, we want to listen to to music. We want to listen to hip hop. So we almost, you know, deduce down to that or just dissolve into accepting it. You know what I'm saying? But I was a DJ since I was before I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Hungry Cat, who was old school cat, so I always knew there was a variety of different music outside the mainstream. I've known that since, you know, forever. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not a personal thing. It's just, you know, um, I think maybe the way Homeboy said it was wrong, yeah, he hit a real step as opposed to that. He probably shouldn't have said it like that. However, um, you know, he could have been like, you know, well, yo, let's hear the real stuff, blase blah, and kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that would have been better as opposed to, I'm not saying that because they got mad, but mm-hmm. because of, that's just kind of joke jabbing it out there. And I'll, I'll, and I'll throw this in there. Rosenberg is a white boy. Very true, yes. A white boy, a white boy can get away with saying certain things without necessarily worrying about the retaliation of cats coming looking for him or his mama. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, he kind of can get that pass and can get the pass from the courts and the cops if some Negroes come to mess with him or come see him. You see, black black dudes don't have that luxury. They don't have that luxury of the company that they work for looking out for them if they make certain comments. Mm. And Rosenberg, that don't sound like a broke white boy. Not Rosenberg. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. Negroes have this thing of like us being bold 
can it affect, you know, you know, my income. Which means that it has to be a spiritual affair if you're even doing that, because you could even work better by keeping your mouth shut and being a slave until uh, a slave until you die, and then you got to repeat it again and be a slave again, as opposed to being what's right and being free from this free from this um, uh, this wicked dimension that we're in. You know, but, you know. At the end of the day, you know, uh, big up to big up to everybody who took part in that, and I'm definitely big up to. Uh, for everybody at Summer Jam and, you know, not for long for filling in, um, definitely filling it to a point where it wouldn't have been if they weren't there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, no doubt on, you know, what up to all everybody who was involved or was supposed to be involved. Alright? No doubt, no doubt. Since end of the day, everybody needs to, can, can do what they need to do, but I think that we all need to acknowledge that just because somebody might not necessarily have money or have a certain position don't mean they can't say what's on their mind. They can deal with the consequences. And I'm sure this is going to reverberate for a while. But, you know, come on there, hip-hop. We got to grow up. We, we got to grow up. And and that's all folks have to say to that. And definitely thank you for those points that you did bring up, Judah. Those, like, you, you pretty much said the other parts that I had forgot saying um, when I was talking earlier. But, yeah, man. Woo, we got a lot going on, man. We got a lot going on. Big up to our folks again in Toronto. Going to be over at North by Northeast the week of June 11th. Should be fun. Hopefully, you know, during the gigs or whatever, I run to some good folks on the music again and some Fusebox Radio fans. Shouts out to everybody who contacts us via the Twitter, the Facebook, the email, whatever. We deeply appreciate y'all. Big up to everybody who makes music with heart. While there's stuff that we can't always necessarily put on, whether it's due to time constraints or other types of things, you can tell when music is made with heart, even if it's not necessarily something that's for you. So, shout out to all of y'all, because, you know, y'all give us the tunes to play, and we play y'all tunes. It's, it's a circle of life type of thing. So we all gotta respect that. And yeah, that's about it. Black Radio's in the building. Fusebox Radio broadcast. About to bring it down. Myself, DJ Fusion, about to get in the mix. And then we got my mans on the side who's going to get into his mix of musical goodies. And we have a new Black Agenda report this week. Shout out to the Glenn Ford and that crew. And we have a new Direct Effects segment this week. Shout out to the Black University Radio Network with Lamar Blackman and all of those folks. So you want to close us out? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We're so glad. We're so glad that you can tune in to us. We love you all. We definitely appreciate you all, those of all races and shades, heights, weights, ages. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The Grand Dragon, God Master, and Black Hawk. I saw Raw in the house. Judah's gone, but we'll, I'll be referring back to that every now and again for people who don't know. But yes, indeed, the Black Hawk is in the building. DJ Fuser is in the building. We're sending out love and positive energies, despite what you're feeling. I'm so raw. DJ Fusion, we out. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Peace. Out in the streets, you won't survive with whack tap bees. These days and times, what's how we get ours with to my metal face, bros with stomachs of cast iron. Who been into winning the blast to the last siren? On the slow mo, the calm artist with the so so chick chase the Malachi did the slow monomalosovic. Anywho, how about the Yankees? Once I leave all stage, the party people thanks me. If I may speak freely, nasty like the freaky deaky at your local sleazy, speak easy. 
Vinny fan of the limelight In the mic stand with a flip stick of dynamite It's risky business like hand-to-hand crack sale The rappers is better off on the cover of Black Tail Jump into who's a fat, who's that, who cats who do magic Be like, tell me how you do's that, heck no Especially those who cop, please like Gecko Let go to Mike, do take no Ha-ha, the bets are bust out laughing at the bet For no reason to get cussed out like Tourette Yet tight flow to make her bad ass stutter Or even crack a smile from a mad fast cutter But a word play since third grade age Back when we used to play bang, open birdcage Hip-hop, Benny Hill, sip Henny straight Get every penny, wait, Denny chill At any rate, my metal face holds with tongue All these iron ring, do yourself I will continue to do my thing like Kung Fu fighting everybody was biting and the super villain strike again like lightning at the same spot there was a chance of that and the name dropped like pick the name out the hat that's a no job from the lava canava who vote player out the rap game like survive while i drop degrees like a nerd cat with intense speech from way back and spin on your back and then freeze while i play high ball low ball to zero so-called rhymes don't call clear while i still a show like thought so try hiking super duper stars need auto tricycling sometimes the men mostly from the women i hear voices saying that's a super villain Mostly from the woman, I hear voices. Super Bella. listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Got young chicks moving mad grands on Peter Pan. I'm not blind, I can see the scam. Talk tough, but y'all a bunch of girls like a cheetah band. I'm the leader and you a follower. Your gold hollow and your horse the wall swallower. She put it down like a report. Brought a box smell like South Street Seaport. What a older black, fat. When I got her in a sack, Jack boy, I couldn't hold her back. Cause the bottom is thick like a hippopotamus, tramp stamp on the lower back. See, I know the facts. The boy fill me in. My best friend is a twin named Lillian. I'm going really in. I'm really going in. Foul. I bust on that tile that you throwing in. Who you think I am? Who you think I am? <laughs> I tried to holler outside when she was getting out of ride. Guess she must got that parking lot out, Thomas. Cause now find us, cozy at the bar. Guess at that point she ain't know she had a star. I can't explain what might have got into her. Cause now your conversation got friendlier. See me around with your devious plan. And thinking you gon' drink all them premium brands. It's different when you ain't got to hear no price. Cause you was just Nurse Jackie with that smear no ice. Yeah, I caught that. You and that short cat. Even saw the brush off after he bought that. What the fuck? He ain't make your drink quarter. And as for tricking, them days been over. Jedi mind tricks won't work if you bring Yoda. Envision and champagne, which they sh- think soda. Who you think I am? Who you think I am? 
Big up Ace of Battle, had a chance to flow with him. Just last summer, me and my man's did a show with him. And Montreux hit the stage, I'm like, go get him. Even had the soulless folks rocking with no rhythm. Marco Polo was on the wheels and on point. They did cheap ass like I'm like, that's the joint. Some old school heads remembered who was who. Brooklyn was in the house, even the newbies knew. Before the master left the stage, for doing the do. Blew off the roof with a tribute to Guru. First time I met the brother, felt like I knew him forever. Too clever, I'm dedicated to his mother. I thought of mine at the same time as growing up. I know they proud of their baby boys, we growing up. Only got one, won't ever forget her. Make sure you let her know you love her when you with her. Kiss her. Who you think I am? 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 You are now listening to Fuse Box Radio.
we're gonna get into something else. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. You are now listening to 
save a life. What I speak might save the street. I ain't got no instruments, but I got my hands and feet. Hands on clap and feet on tap. LB beats to make that slap. And I ride them with my raps. And they all tight as my nap. And my naps is all I got. And it's beautiful, evident skin. And the music in my heart. And the words put in the wind. And the words put in the wind. Coming back like a boomerang. When I take this microphone, put it in the crowd, they start to sing. This is jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified sex, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace, but my people need an opposite of jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace, but my people need an opposite of that Robert Johnson, that Muddy Wallace, that James Brown, Augusta Georgia, that Ray Charles, that Stevie Wonder, that Mayfield, that Superfly, that Willie Hutch, and that Mac. This that blues man, that soul man, that outcast, that Southern playalistic Cadillac. This that Jimmy Hendrix, that George Clinton, I feel it in my... Aretha Franklin, that Shirley Caesar, missing us some all. That Sade, that loves King, that Coltrane, that loves Green, that Miles Davis... This is jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified sex, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace, but my people need an opposite of this jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace, but my people need an opposite of She gon' be fine. So I pray the Lord, he spare me and I make it by and by. And I help soul stay out of hell with what I testify. And maybe when I grab that microphone and never lie. That America that he spare me, I won't have to feel that fire. So killer killers gon' spit that real in each and every song. And each and every poem. To the good law, call me home. Go. This is jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified. This is play of Pentecostal, this is church. But my people need an opposite of this jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace. But my people need an opposite of this jazz, this is funk, this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace. But my people need an opposite of this is soul, this is gospel, this is sanctified, this is play of Pentecostal, this is church. Amen, poor peace, but my people need an opposite of... Check this out. This is Chuck the Republican, and you're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. Uh, 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 uh. 
Get in tune with me, you can levitate probably. Buffalo soldier recruited by Marley. Rappers is a joke, stupid funny like Farley. I'm godly, you hardly can test me. So let's see when you stand right next to me. Same spirit as the soul on the stoop. That can't rap, can't dribble, can't shoot. So we mute, and so I speak. And I do it from my heart, leave the scars on the beat See I float like a jail kite, sting like the bing life Got us on the ropes, but it's golden with green light Team life, the struggle make us better at it I'm an addict, and show gotta have it His drive, I gotta match it, I matched it And we mastered the art that we crafted <laughs> Same in the street. Now you know you in trouble. I keep it real up on the mic and just the same in the street. I said I write the unspeakable for those who can't speak to you. This I seen, we make an album in a week or two. Your hits lack, the kickback, this that, bang, make niggas wanna spit that. The slang get gift rap. Sit back, listen to our this jump on impact. That chicken should have been sat, bad should have been packed. Raise the roof, burn this mother down with the fire 16s mixed with the goose. Let me loose. And ever since a youth, I've been fiending on the mic, dropping science like oops. Kick it like Bruce in these night boots. See, I'm murder on the track, and my blood is the proof, like the juice. I'm thinking war, you thinking truce? Me against the world, put them all in a group. And song for song, you can't stand against the truth. I don't know her, but I take them all by the twos. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Can't turn my beat up On the way to a Bible With a grip that I can kick my feet up See the candy was shining Freshly priming First time I seen her Now she wanna ride high With her head in the sky And look down on all her people Ain't it crazy how payment Be cracking when I'm slapping them bows Go to the jump in And can't find the hammers on my dough So much working and working In here I should install a pole For them strippers that love Get, get down on the floor Transformers can't with this Not the way my dough flip Scraper tall when I creep across that crit or solar clip. Rise of the eights in my trunk. When my terrier swing down, make a pro catch go, but the rapture approach with my old school come around.
Trends, so we live stronger, healthier, live longer, win against the grain, just like people that's low carbon. So we doing it, live and direct, you feel how true we is, eyewitnesses to the beauty of life, music is arrested, development, powerful, we influence the music and revolution, until we see more solutions, everybody shake your head, shake out the devil now, Lazarus, raising the dead, come out the tools, child, we're alive now, we're alive now, we're alive now, live it.
Bitches talk about dying and crack cocaine in the violence. The station saturated with it. The more our music be thriving. People comparing contrast. Whatever our beat lacks is made up by the mere fact. We're the only other option. Seems like I'm an alien. 40 plus years and up. 45 is something real if the present say they don't want. So the present don't really get my presence and all my points. How I think, work, play it, and live it with aching joints. They're acting like I'm dumb. Including my only son, he's 16. Acting like that he's going a 61. It's like as if hype equals might and wisdom. He smirks like he knows what I'ma say before I'm done He just wants to have fun Wanna eat, wanna lay, wanna shop Wanna look a certain way, wanna chill You wanna stop that craziness Who in this generation is raised up with pure laziness Am I further dating us? I know it They wanna put in their headphones and escape the world They wanna get up on their cell phone and relate with little girls I can dig it to about 5 feet, 11 inches But the last inches where my digging stops I don't do ditches I won't put you to death, I brought your life Through my sperm and my music, yeah, I brought it twice, so we doing it, live and direct, you feel how true we is, eyewitnesses to the beauty of life, music is arrested, development, powerful, we influence the music and revolution, until we see more solutions, hey. So we doing it, live and direct, you feel how true we is, eyewitnesses to the beauty of life, music is arrested, development, powerful, we influencing music and revolution, until we see more solutions, hey, everybody shake your head, check out the devil now, Lazarus, raising the dead, come out the tools, child, we're alive now, we're alive now, we're alive now, live it. Every day I rise on a mission, please forgive me if I mess up. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Thank you. 
Luis Moreno Ocampo, the chief prosecutor for the International Criminal Court, leaves the ICC at the end of this month. The entire black world ought to say, good riddance. Moreno Ocampo is from Argentina and took office as the court's first prosecutor in 2003. He has committed the ICC's resources almost exclusively to concocting indictments against Africans while kissing Uncle Sam's butt at every possible opportunity. Indeed, even as his term expires, Moreno Ocampo continues to try to pin an ICC Marshall's badge on the United States, even though the U.S. isn't a signatory to the treaty that created the court. In his last days in office, he remains determined to use the superpower to arrest Sudanese President Omar Hassan al-Bashir. This, of course, would require that the U.S. commit acts of war against Sudan, in clear opposition to the will of the African Union. But that appears to be Moreno Ocampo's purpose, to use the American superpower as a stick to threaten Africa. The ICC prosecutor tried to enlist the U.S. as the court's enforcer back in June of 2010. Moreno Ocampo had already indicted President al-Bashir for alleged crimes against humanity in Darfur and was attempting to add a charge of genocide. However, the year before, the 53 member nations of the African Union had agreed that none would honor the ICC's demand that the Sudanese leader be arrested if he set foot on their soil. Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi presided over the African Union's 2009 summit meeting. Apparently, this display of African dignity and independence enraged Moreno Ocampo, who began asking countries with special forces and rare and expensive capabilities that regional armies don't have to enforce ICC arrest warrants. Clearly, he was talking about the United States, which has always refused membership in the International Criminal Court, preferring to remain a law unto itself. Moreno Ocampo made himself useful to Washington and its European allies in 2011 during the NATO war against Libya. He also got a chance to get back at Gaddafi for standing up to the ICC in 2009. In the absence of any credible evidence whatsoever, the ICC chief prosecutor joined in baseless claims that Libyan soldiers were imbibing vast quantities of Viagra in order to rape women, which would be a crime against humanity. 
As later became apparent, it was all a fiction. But truth means nothing in Moreno Ocampo's political court. He may be retiring as ICC prosecutor, but Moreno Ocampo will always be a yapping puppy for imperial power. This week, he went before the United Nations Security Council, urging countries that are not members of the ICC to go into Sudan to seize President al-Bashir by force, a blatant request that the United States commit an act of war against a sovereign African state. Moreno Ocampo says al-Bashir cannot be allowed to defy the ICC with impunity. This from an international prostitute of a lawyer who prosecutes only Africans while rich white nations run amok in the world. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, are now tuned in. Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. <laughs> You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses.
listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
Leafy green vegetables with 15% of society obese, 
and fruits and vegetables are so inexpensive, then why do most Americans only eat them once per week? At best, we'll go after that. The Mississippi Eagle, Big Crit, stopped by the Black University Radio Network to speak about his new single, I Got This Here, that is going nuts right now on Sirius Satellite Radio, and his new album and tour through the Southeast and Tri-State area. And potassium iodide, that's right, this virtual mineral is directly used for the healthy function of the thyroid gland. And I'll tell you what minerals you can eat to find the excellent source of iodide, all right here next in our health edition of Direct Effects. Movies and television don't show what it's really like being an officer in the U.S. Army. Major Miles Kagans confronts these misconceptions all the time. Many people imagine army life is the way that they see it on Hollywood movies. That you're crawling through the mud with bullets flying overhead and some sergeant yelling profanities at you. That's simply not the case. During my time as an army officer, I've been a leader. I've been the one giving directions to people. Major Kagans doesn't sugarcoat it. He says being an army officer is hard work, but it's hard work that gives you a reward you can't get anywhere else. The reward of being a leader from day one. If you're the kind of person who's doing student government, if you're on a sports team, if you're the one who people rally around, then being an army officer is for you. It's an option that anybody should consider if they like being part of a team and if they like leading that team. That's the difference between being an Army officer and your average everyday civilian. Lead the way to a stronger future as an officer in the U.S. Army. Visit GoArmy.com slash officer. There's strong and then there's Army strong. I got this here. I got this here. I got a chance to sit down with the king of Mississippi, Big Crit, which means kings remembered in time, a.k.a. Criticap. The Mississippi Eagles' hot new single, I Got This Here, is making noise nationally. And the hottest new addition to Def Jam Records is impacting radio nationally and is a smash on Sirius Satellite Radio. Well, here's Big Crit talking about the new single. What's good, fam? I mean, the, the, the single just needs a point now in my career. I feel like creative, I know where I'm going. You know, and just kind of let people know what a lot of the A&R that didn't believe in me back in the day and things like that. That you know, I got this. You know what I'm saying? I feel out my sound and the music that I make. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, you know, you know something dedicated to them haters, too, because we all got them in our lives. Get all my music free. We talk about Cribbles here. We try to forever. Forever the day is also out to release. BigCrit.com. You go catch them links. And you know, I'm watching with Black College Radio Show. That's my man, Critical. Much continued success. And you can visit DefJam.com front slash BigCrit to hear all his new music and BigCrit.com to get all his new mixtapes and check him out and see where he's going to be at on tour. As a matter of fact, he's closing out a tour right now with J. Cole. Visit BigCrit.com. Good looking. Thanks for the time, fam. There are many forms of potassium, but the potassium salt form of iodide is called potassium iodide. This virtual mineral is an excellent source of iodide. Iodide is needed for the healthy function of the thyroid gland. If you're lacking in this mineral, or if you have too much potassium iodide in the gland, major health concerns can ensure. Potassium iodide has several clear health benefits, and many are related to the proper functioning of the thyroid gland. Potassium iodide is known as the thyroid mineral. It helps in keeping iodide levels in the thyroid in proper balance. Lack of iodide is one of the major causes of arthritis. Lack of iodide has also been related to emotional disorders and hormone imbalances. A major benefit of potassium iodide is it acts as a protector against harmful radiation exposure. It offers a clear protective mechanism against radiation or any form of it. It does this through its ability to prevent the thyroid gland from absorbing the harmful radioactive isops of iodine. 
that are released through radiation. In the event a radioactive nuclear agent released in the air or getting in your water or in your food supply, the use of potassium iodide as a deterrent is crucial as it can prevent bad iodine from attacking the thyroid, which can reduce the risk of thyroid cancer and other future diseases. Good sources of potassium iodide are bananas, kelp from seaweeds, and food rich in potassium. Go check it out. If leafy green vegetables are recognized by most all nutritionists as one of the most inexpensive sources of so many important nutritions, then why then do so many Americans only eat green vegetables once per week? At best, why is cabbage, broccoli, spinach, and turnip greens rarely seen at the dinner table if they have so many healthy agents? Leafy green vegetables are ideal for weight management as they are typically low in calories. Green vegetables are useful in reducing the risk of cancer and heart disease since they are low in fat, high in dietary fiber, vitamin C, potassium, and magnesium, as well as containing a host of phytochemicals such as beta carotene. Studies show that an increment of one daily serving of green leafy vegetables lowered the risk of cardiovascular disease by 20%. And in a medical health study, the frequent consumption of green salads by African Americans was associated with a substantially lower risk of mortality rate. Eat your leafy greens. Most people don't know about all the career options they'll have as an officer in the U.S. Army, so they don't consider it an option. Captain Kendrick Forrester used to be one of those people. I was that 18, 19-year-old that had no intentions of joining the Army. I wanted to go to college, you know, I wanted to be an engineer, and I didn't think the Army had anything for me. But like other soldiers, when Captain Forrester compared the options and training he had as an Army officer with the opportunities his friends had, he knew joining was the best decision. I had peers that went into engineering, I had peers that went into business or, or into marketing, and they all started at the bottom and, you know, they're making copies or trying to learn as they go along. We're going to put you in a position from day one and say, you're in charge of 40 people, millions of dollars of equipment, and we want you to go out there and do this mission. There's no other organization like that. Zero. Make your future even stronger as an officer in the U.S. Army. Visit GoArmy.com officer to find out how. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. What I look like. What It Look Like is the hot new single hitting the airwaves, impacting radio and mixtapes nationally. The charismatic rapper's hot new single, What It Look Like, is available now at iTunes.com front slash currency or warnerbrothers.com front slash currency. Carriage with the V8S badges. I'm in the mirror of the Panamera looking at them haters crammed in the Dodge Stratus. Can't keep up. Get your leaders in order. 4.8 interior custom leather suede borders. Not mine. I'm with Wale. I'm just a tourist on the set looking for dangerously hot. Join the Black University Radio Network as we salute Currency's new single, What It Look Like. Visit WarnerBrothersRecords.com front slash currency. Twitter.com front slash currency underscore spitter. And YouTube.com front slash currency spitter TV. For all your tour information, videos, photos, and current updates. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. That's Twitter.com front slash Black College. And thanks for all the campuses that airing the show we really appreciate it and if you do need to call us and you have anything to say from the campuses all you have to do is call us on our business line at 818-766-0087 that's 818-766-0087 until tomorrow it's your boy right here lamar blackman ladies and gentlemen you are now witnessing the 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. here on the fuse box radio
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. West wind, blow ye gentle. My sons, proud and noble, here within my heart they Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Dark matter setting it off in this piece, you know what I'm screaming?
put on your feet. Maybe the dark ones too. Because they look straight in your eyes. They're reading your soul, trying to probe your brain. Don't let them get the best of you though. Stay focused. Keep your Fuse box radio setting it off in this piece, you know what I'm screaming?
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Dark matter setting it off in this piece, you know what I'm screaming?
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Box Radio setting it off in this piece. You know, screaming.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.